With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Bob Lancer. He is what is called a company culture alchemist. Now, what does that mean? It means that he energizes workforces and individuals so that they can produce more income for themselves and for the organization. He's been speaking to organizations and coaching individuals on this topic for more than three decades. He has a best-selling book called Lighten Up, Harness the Power of Happiness to Create the Life You Want. Learn more about Bob's coaching at lovethemethod.com, and we're also going to be hearing from him directly here about his ideas in this area. So welcome to the show today, Bob. Well, hello, and thank you so much. This is an honor to share with you. Well, I'm very excited. How many of us wouldn't want to be more energized, more productive, and make more money for ourselves and, of course, for our companies? So speaking of companies, you have worked with so many throughout the last three decades, as you said. What is it that you're seeing today especially that the number one thing that's holding businesses back? Well, the number one thing that's holding businesses back is the number one thing um, that I do for businesses. Uh, And I really feel that what I offer is the most important missing ingredient, missing ingredient in business today. And you were talking about the well. You were talking about the fact that I energize. Well, the energization is secondary. What I do is help people to become happy in the workplace. I bring happiness to the workplace, and happiness is more sorely needed now than ever before. Um, Two out of three people will claim to be basically unhappy. Only seventeen percent of workers say that they're actually using their gifts and talents in the workplace. And using your gifts and talents to the utmost is one of the keys to happiness. But I teach people a process for how to be happy right where they are, not so that they settle for what they have, but because as their happiness level rises, so does their health, so does their skills, their creativity, their problem-solving ability, their performance, their relationships, even their basic situational environment. In other words, the happier you are, the more opportunities you're going to see. So that's what businesses are sorely, sorely lacking at the highest level and all the way down to the lowest level is people could be a whole lot happier. They just don't know how because our society has misled people and schools have not prepared children. You know, if a school is not preparing a child 
teaching the child how to be happy, the school is not preparing the child for success in life. Because happiness and success go together. Most people think the happiness follows success, but it, that's placing the cart before the horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you hear a lot about how happiness comes from within, and I don't, I, you're, I don't think you're disputing that. But you're saying that happiness is something that can actually be learned. It's not just a state that occurs because everything's aligned correctly. It's no, it's no, so- exactly. No, it's it, you, yeah. and, and it is, it is, it is something that happens within, but it's, a, it, but it is a, it's a process. See, what happens is. You don't have to teach a baby how to laugh, how to love, and how to trust. But what we do teach children is how to stop laughing and how to stop loving and how to distrust. And so in the work that I do, it guides people through the process of unlearning these joy-blocking processes that are happening inside of themselves. So happiness is absolutely an inside job but it absolutely requires skills and an understanding of a process of how to release yourself internally from those patterns that are preventing you from experiencing joy, experiencing safety, experiencing um, a sense of confidence, experiencing trust in life. So, yes, it's internal, but there's also skills involved, and that's what I coach people in, that's what I train people in, that's what I talk about in my keynotes the actual process involved in liberating your joy. Now, is this, this, this tie-in then to this radical optimism that you see on your website and that you talk about in your book and in your, your different uh, coaching? Is, is this um, tied to the happiness, or is it, an, is it part of the process, or is radical optimism an outcome of being happy? Well, it's it's an outcome, but it's also a foundation. You know, our, okay. we begin where we where we be, we begin where we end, and we end where we begin. So, we're, mm-hmm. radical optimism is what we call unconditional optimism. So, conditional optimism means, let's say you're uh, meeting with a prospect, and so if you're going to be optimistic, you try to believe that that the prospect is going to you know hire you. Well, unfortunately, you can't control that. Because outcomes, no matter what they are, they're they're transitory. Specific outcomes cannot be controlled. They can be to some degree determined, but they're really out of our control. What is what radical optimism is is saying that whether I get this prospect or not, it doesn't matter. Everything's going to be fine. It's going to turn out exactly the way it's right for me to turn out. If this is a closed door, it just simply means that there's a better option for me and that there are, there are benefits to the experience of meeting with this person no matter how it turns out. So radical optimism is unconditional optimism. It's, it's developing an approach to life itself, to truth itself, to reality itself. It says it doesn't matter what the specific outcome is. And I deal with people who are going through you know, tremendously severe difficult outcomes, you know, losses of loved ones, et cetera, losses of businesses, um, you know, really those crushing experiences. And what we find is that relieving them of conditional optimism, like believing they have to psych themselves up that this is going to be a great situation, and just helping them to naturally anticipate and, and accept what is without judging it as negative, 
and without judging any specific situation is better than any other situation. That opens up a whole new ballgame because then you can start feeling gratitude and appreciation unconditionally. That's what raises your happiness level. And it brings out this power of independence and self-reliance and self-sufficiency that gives you all the leverage. You know, in any negotiation, for example, the person who has all the leverage is the person who can walk away from the table. If, right. if, you're, if you're attached to an outcome in that situation, you can be taken advantage of. You're going to settle. But if you don't need that negotiation to, to work, if you, don't, if you don't need that deal, it's either your way or the highway. And when you can go at life that way and say, look, I don't need anything in particular to happen. I can handle whatever happens. I have within me all the skill, all the talent, all the ability, all the strength, all the potential I need to handle whatever happens. I have nothing to worry about. And so that is actually your natural state. So in my work with people, we untrain those patterns of self-doubt. That is really all that stands in your way. So radical optimism is optimism of an unconditional nature. Let's talk about process for just a minute. We won't have time to obviously have a complete coaching session here today. But mm-hmm. so many of our listeners are business owners who, whether by nature or the competitive marketplace or whatever it may be, are very, very driven people who may be listening to you and saying, well, that's an ideal, but the reality is is that I've got to make payroll and I need to make sure that my margin is this and, you know, mm-hmm. on and on and on. I've got all yep. of these critical, you know, these, these KPIs to meet for my board. And um, so it's it's not going to work for me to just sit back and say this is what – whatever happens is what was meant to be. There's, there's going to be real consequences if I can't make payroll, for example, because we didn't sell enough. So how do you respond to that? Well, number one, it, it, the person who's operating under that mindset that you just described is depressed. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that depression, that sense of personal pressure is going to be translated into the workplace. And so you're going to find basically that the people who are functioning within that environment are unhappy and pressured and feel insecure. So because it trickles down. So, so sure. the first thing is so the first thing is for that executive to realize you're depressed. You're not happy. This is not fulfilling. You, you're not running your business. Your business is running you. And essentially, you know what we all, what every human being wants to do is to feel free. And what you really are feeling is enslaved to all of these requirements that you're under. Now, the second principle is this. What most people think is that, well, if I'm radically optimistic and I, and I really can relate to life in a fearless way without feeling concerned about any particular outcome, because I know whatever outcome is going to happen is going to be fine, people think that that's going to make them passive. What makes you passive is depression. To the degree that you're feeling pressured and insecure and anxious, you don't like what you're doing. You don't like your life. You don't believe in yourself, and you're feeling unmotivated. When you go into radical optimism, what you discover is you love to work. You love to be productive. You love to solve problems. You love to pay your bills. You love to reach the bottom line. You love to do what the board requires. You love to succeed and, and, and excel and jump high hurdles, and you do it out of joy instead of out of fear. So instead of just 
this perspiration, you're coming from inspiration, and you discover that not only does your business thrive more so than it would otherwise, but also your personal life thrives because you're a, mm-hmm. you're a happier, healthier person. When you're feeling oppressed by the demands of your business, the first thing that's going to suffer is your marriage and your relationship with your children because you're going to be no fun to be with. True. Tell us about one thing that we could do today. Again, you know, most of our audience is business owners. What's one thing that we could do today to start that process? Because the other thing that I have found sometimes is that people kind of like being unhappy. And, uh, you know, I've heard people say, you know, I know I need to get over this, but I, I just, I'm just not ready to yet. I don't want to yet. And so it's, it is kind of tough to make that transition, even though rationally we may know that it's better for us to take the approach that you have been describing. So what is one of the first steps that we could take to start that process? Well, well Kelly, you pointed out such an important fact, and the fact is that negativity is addictive. There's an actual addiction attitude toward it where people feel stuck and they want to be stuck because it makes them feel important or it gives them a sense of identity. Um, You know, it's that martyr complex of of, of poor me and it gives them a false sense of significance. The problem is that the suffering that they're going through is counterproductive in terms of their work, that the, the problems they're complaining about are perpetuated by their complaints. Mm-hmm. So what's the first thing you can do? The first thing you can do is to be honest with yourself and to really pay attention to how you feel and to recognize that you're suffering when you're suffering. Because once you really look at it and you realize, you know, this is just not how I want to feel, then you can start to find an alternative. And then for people who are a little bit beyond that level, who are not still stuck on their unhappiness, who are not, you know, addicted to their, their misery, um, because, you know, what is it that, that frees us from that addiction? You find that your misery is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. So it, what happens is you start losing stuff. You start losing people. You start losing your business because misery is unsustainable. It's self-sabotaging. It's destructive. So usually once somebody goes through enough pain, enough misery, and enough loss, they realize, I just don't want to feel this pain anymore. I just can't stand this. I really want to find happiness. I want to find peace. Well, then the next step is trust happiness. See, if you pray, pay attention to your feelings, start to trust happiness, start to trust inner peace. When you start slipping into stress, when you start slipping into anxiety and worry, distrust that. See, one of the things we've discovered is that your emotional condition, you know, we live in this energy environment. Your emotional condition has an energy pattern. And what that means is that a chaotic emotional condition is going to produce chaotic conditions in your environment. It's a direct connection. It's a direct Mm -hmm. connection. So the more emotional chaos you're in, in response to a process, in response to an event or situation, the more you are actually generating chaos and crisis. So crisis management, for example, which is delusionary because there is no actual crisis going on, But crisis management is all about how to manage and maintain and sustain a crisis mentality, which is so destructive and so unhealthy. You know, it's no accident that, you know, most businesses fail. 90% of businesses fail. Most people 
are in tremendous economic you know, distress. There's no accident about that. And, and the reason is basically because society has programmed people to believe that they have to have everything right externally in order for them to feel happy and safe, or like you just pointed out, that they can get away with being negative, with being unhappy, mm-hmm. with being anxious, mm-hmm. insecure, angry, frustrated, ready to blow their top, that they can actually get away with that. And you can't. And sooner or later, we mature, we wake up, and we realize what's really going on, and that's when we can make a change. And that's what I help people in the way to make that change. Exactly. We've been talking a lot this morning about making um, how we can be happy ourselves, about how employees can be happy, about how the um, leadership that they're, they they trickle down and they influence the workplace. Let's talk about customers. You're talking about successful mm-hmm. businesses. Not only does a successful business require good leadership and happy, strong employees, productive employees, it requires happy customers who want to keep coming back. So how do we keep our customers happy? Well, you know, that's, that's one of the other missing keys that I cover in, in, in my work. And the missing key is, the real focus of an organization, the real focus of a company, is not high-performing employees. It's high-performing customers. Mm. But you have to have your target. You have to know what your objective is. What is a high-performing customer? Do you envision that? Do you even know the kind of ways, the ways that you want your customers to perform so that you can align your functions with that. So one of the main ingredients to performance is happiness. We can't, we can't stress this enough, that your joy is your true currency, and that this is what it's time for the world to wake up to. And this is what my mission is, is to bring this understanding and technology, internal technology to people. Because when a customer is truly happy, that's when they are going to be your top performing customer. That you can't have a happy customer who is not being served by a happy employee or by a happy professional. Joy is contagious. And we tend to attract people to us who are at our level. So unhappy salespeople are going to attract unhappy customers. Unhappy executives are going to attract unhappy employees. But when we work on this one simple element, joy, how do I release my joy every single moment, every single day? How do I take it hard? Because we have an infinite capacity for joy. How do I do that? There is a how to do it. I call it the method. It's a process that I guide people through over the phone and in person. And I also train people in, in, in seminars and talk about it in my keynotes. But there's an actual process that you can go through to release you from your emotional pain, from your dissatisfaction. And as you go through that process, you release your power to rise above your problems. Wow. And then, then the world is your oyster at that point, basically. It really, uh, it really is. Yeah. And, it, you know, it, it's always, it always comes back down to how much you really believe in yourself because all of your insecurities are based on a limiting self-concept. You know, if, you, if, if you're worried about anything in life and we drill down to it using the method, what we discover is that deep down inside there is an idea of your own inadequacy that you're trying to cover up and run away from and you're desperate to avoid 
showing up, let, letting people see that. And that's where all the fear comes from. When we drill down in the method, we release you from that idea of yourself as being limited, incapable. And that, we don't have to psych ourselves up into believing in ourselves. We just have to free ourselves from this negative programming. And the programming came in in, in childhood. A lot of the groups that I work with are parents and preschool teachers to help them understand how children are programmed to fail. Everyone listening right now has a failure program. And to the degree that you're coming up short in life, that failure program is what is happening inside of you. It's in control on a subconscious level. And the root of that is an idea of yourself that is limited or undeserving. Yeah, and uh, obviously there is so much more we could talk about today. That I mean, we're just really getting started, but I think that you've you've given people uh, a lot to think about and some actionable items as well. If they'd like to get a copy of your book and learn even more, how would they get a copy? Again, that is uh, lighten up, harness the power of happiness to create the life you want. And where is that available? Well, it's a, you can get it at Amazon. You probably can pick it up for a dollar there. Um, you can also get it through my website, lovethemethod.com. And anyone who's listening to this show who would like to have a free phone demonstration of the method for themselves to go through the process, all you have to do is, is email me through my website or email me at bob at bobmancher.com. Mention this show, and I will give you a complimentary session um, in honor of you, Kelly. Oh, well, thank you. Maybe maybe we'll change a few lives today, Bob. Uh, <laughs> how empowering is that? that? Be, oh, that's so empowering because everybody deserves to be happy, needs to be happy. The happier you are, the happier your children are going to be. The happier you are, the better your marriage is going to be, the better you're going to do in business. Everything changes when you liberate yourself from the unhappy patterns you've been programmed with. Bob, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today, and I really encourage all you who are listening to go ahead and contact Bob. You can do that through his website, lovethemethod.com. Also, take a look at his book, Lighten Up, Harness the Power of Happiness to Create the Life You Want. Who doesn't want to do that, have the life that they want? Again, thank you very much, Bob. We appreciate having you on the show today. And if you'd like to learn... And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>